Hello, everybody. My name is Kyle Joseph. I am one of the co-hosts of Wednesday Night Wallop. We are going to get Rylan Turner calling in very soon. Pleased to be speaking to all of you who are listening, either live while we are doing this live stream or after the fact. We appreciate you all, as always. And, yeah, there's only one topic for today to talk about. It's the only thing that anyone's really talking about in the world of wrestling today. Vince McMahon has announced his retirement from the WWE. It is a day that I can say with confidence that I never expect I never expected to happen. I I think it, it caught us by surprise today certainly and that it was just sort of very quickly posted out and that's about it. But yeah, it is Probably the biggest story in the wrestling year. And it is only going to... The ramifications of it, I don't think we quite fully know yet. I think it's going to be hard for us to really and truly know what it is that this is going to mean for the WWE and for the wrestling landscape as a whole until it sort of plays out. But for the time being, I think we're going to be talking about about Vince, about some of the allegations a little bit, though we have covered those a little bit more, uh, about his career as WWE, about, you know, what we're, about what it means for him to be walking away. And uh, he has stepped down not only as the CEO, so he's not only removed himself from the corporate side of day-to-day operations, but also as head of creative. So he is he is out, and there's going to have to be a new creative trust for for uh, for that now, and it's it'll be interesting to see what ends up happening with that. Uh, Rylan, are you here with me? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Awesome, awesome! What a slow news day in wrestling, eh? Oh, boy, so. There's no way around this. This is obviously, a, you know, an absolutely massive story with with uh, Vince McMahon retiring. Uh, Rylan, I want to get just sort of your gut reaction of how you feel about this, so how uh, how the news caught you and what your sort of immediate reaction was. Well, my immediate reaction was that it was fake. So, like, there's that. Uh, and then once I had seen that not only was it confirmed by multiple sources, but I, I went to Twitter myself to confirm it, and, and I, obviously I'm seeing all these things about how he's not been hacked, this is real, what have you. I mean, given the stories that we've been talking about every week on Wednesday Night Wallet for the last few weeks, like, it's not shocking. Um, not so my immediate reaction wasn't necessarily shock, but a little bit, because, like, this is a guy who we all kind of assumed would die doing the job. That's, that's the big, you know, thing about Vince, is everyone assumed he'd die in the chair. And it turns out, He's getting the fuck out of there. Um, I, I, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm, I'm, there's a part of me that feels optimistic about the creative side of things, considering that Triple H was also uh, uh, given his job back today. So there's also that, him becoming the executive vice president of talent relations again. Um, his, his, EV, his EVP title has returned. 
So he's he's on the same level as Kenny Omega now. Uh, <laughs> I, what was your immediate reaction? Because I like we we we've probably uh, experienced this in different times. So I had actually stepped away from Twitter for a while because I was busy working uh, over the course of the day. I had turned it off. I was I was going through some things, and I ended up going back to it after you had sent me the message. Like my, I had a bunch of messages uh, from you, and then like stuff that happened on Twitter, and a bunch of things sort of popping up all at the same time. And my immediate reaction, the first thing I thought of was like, "Oh God, what happened to what came out?" And it turns out the answer to that is nothing that we know of. But I think there's two things that sort of make that I think of in the immediate reaction with this is one, the Wall Street, uh, the Wall Street Journal story. I mean, it's not only true, there's probably more coming. I don't know that anybody doubted the accuracy of their reporting. Uh, even the people who were defending Vince, I don't think anyone doubted that all of this stuff was true. The other piece of this that I think is sort of fascinating is that because they named Stephanie McMahon and Nick Khan the co-CEOs for the company um, for the business side of things. But when we found out that he was stepping away from the creative role, there's maybe a half dozen people backstage who um, you might expect would either have a hand or want a hand or, you know, there's a lot of potential directions that they can go creatively. And I didn't end up watching SmackDown today, but, and I don't, I don't know that it, we're going to see any immediate changes they're building to a pretty big pay-per-view uh, next weekend. Right. Which is crazy. So we should we should touch on something that did happen. Apparently Brock Lesnar walked out of SmackDown when he announced his retirement. So is is uh, is is Brock not coming to SummerSlam is the question. That is a good question. I don't know the answer to that. No, oh, it, it sorry, doesn't. Sorry, he appeared yes, on SmackDown. He, he did, did appear, appear on SmackDown. So I think that I would say we're probably, I mean, I think he's obviously going to come out. and He probably was upset. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of people are wondering in the back. I, like, this has been a company that has been largely run by a single individual for the better part of, you know, what, 40 years? Yeah, I, I have I have some more reporting here from PWInsider.com. Apparently, the decision was made for Vince to retire about 10 days ago, and the decision was made to place Stephanie McMahon and Nick Khan into the co-CEO role shortly thereafter. Uh, or basically after that was decision was made, Vince would be exiting. Um, it's to counter the negative fallout in terms of the media and the stockholder response. 
Um, PW Insider says that it was told by a very closed, very closed circle that new and shockwaves were still registering within the headquarters and beyond, as many believed, as we discussed off the top of this, that Vince would be in the company until he was done. Uh, Kevin Dunn and Bruce Pritchard are uh, point people right now running SmackDown. Um, Triple H and Stephanie were backstage. Uh, apparently, Nick Khan was also in Boston. Vince was not present at all tonight at SmackDown. Um, and it's going to be like, it's very interested um, being reported that Bruce Pritchard is taking over Vince's duties moving forward. Um and he's taking some direction from Vince during the transitional phase, but it looks like Vince is just done, done, done. And this is so weird. Like, I, I never expected to be talking about this with you. No, I, I figured, you know, you figure that it would have been, you know, years from now or something like that. And ultimately, I mean, it does seem like the board took all of this very seriously, which... I think there was definitely I I was skeptical that there was going to be any sort of consequence for this. It just didn't seem possible for WWE to carry on without Vince McMahon. Not you know, not that it can't. It's just he was, you know, so or he is so synonymous with WWE. It is it's hard to imagine a a WWE without Vince McMahon. Right. And I think that's sort of what we're kind of we're kind of um, coming to grips with right now is figuring out what a WWE without Vince McMahon is going to look like. And I think what's sort of interesting about this now is I do think so. Bruce Pritchard makes a lot of sense right now as the person who because he's been vince's right hand i figured he'd be the first person to be in charge of creative now whether that's going to be the permanent decision or if they're going to make any sort of change i do think it's interesting having having triple h in that uh that role in that executive vice president role, especially with, with talent in a role for talent relations. Yeah. Where he has such a hand in so much of that locker room. You know, anybody who came through NXT, pretty much all of them were recruited by Triple H and his brain trust. And, and they're all very indebted to him. This is the guy they want to follow. Yeah. And so do I think this is the path to, for example, do I think this is the path for uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi returning? Yeah, I do. Uh, Do I think that this is going to be the path for some of those NXT favorites getting favorable pushes? Yeah, I kind of do. Do I think that's going to happen right away? No, absolutely not. I no, think there's is... there's going to be a sorry there's going to be a transitional phase where Vince is still you know not calling the shots but being like no this is how I want you to do it and then when finally somebody sits him down and goes you're retired that's where I feel like we're really going to start and I don't feel like it's going to be long I don't feel like we're going to be a year from now and still dealing with this I just 
I feel like next year's WrestleMania is going to look a lot different than last year's. That's what I'll say. Yeah. I, I don't think that you're wrong. Um, so some of my favorite tweets today, uh, Conrad Thompson <laughs> tweeting at, uh, at Bruce Pritchard if he, they can start recording again. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah, like... It's, well, I'm getting that Stephanie apparently opened the show talking about Vince retiring today. So it wasn't yes. like the world didn't know. I, I, I and, shouldn't say it. Like, as soon as I saw it, I, I went on Twitter and the Hollywood Reporter was reporting it. So I was like... That's the know, thing. Is every weird. sports every sports media uh, website is reporting. Like ESPN's reporting it. Obviously, you know, our local ones are reporting it. It's a big deal. It is, like... Rest assured, this is a huge deal. You know, regardless of how I feel about Vince McMahon as a person, he is an enormous figure in the wrestling industry. Yes. And to have such an enormous figure in the wrestling industry step away and to do so pretty abruptly because, you know, even to say that he was retiring uh to do it in 10 days but yeah yeah and i do i do wonder i do wonder as we sort of go into a little bit deeper into some of this stuff if what the end result of this is going to be because i think for right now obviously again there's not much you can change over the course of a day when you have a, a pay-per-view in a week right and i, I, like, I got, feel like... A, like you know it's it especially SummerSlam. it's a big deal show yeah yeah. And business as usual as much as they can. I imagine they're going to try to get through this as best they can and see where they end up getting to. But it's a it's a difficult situation for them for sure. And then the question becomes going forward: Do we? Is there any noticeable change to the WWE product, or are are we, is it going to be the same, but, but, but different? Okay. So the question I want to ask you is we talked about this on uh, Wednesday night wall that we recorded this week, oh, which by the way, uh, to anyone listening uh, and anyone who follows us pretty religiously, uh, that will episode will drop next week. Uh, our producer RJ uh, is on vacation this, this weekend and camping away. And uh, he informed me afterwards that after we sent it to him, so um, you were going to get the uh, Ring of Honor review and, of, of course, this one before that. But just so everyone's aware, <laughs> um, that will drop next week. However, uh, what I was going to say to you, Kyle, is we talked about on that show the Titus O'Neil uh, promo. Why have Titus O'Neil cut this promo if you already had plans to just dip like this? Yeah. Like, like it, it, I, I'm not... 
I'm not sure I believe the 10 day thing, considering how they acted on Monday. Like, I don't know if that was just supposed to be the refresh or to be the beginning of the refresh, but I feel like I, if you're going to do that. You're going to do that after SummerSlam. I believe that. <clears throat> like, I believe that. This is sort of like that's a lot to wrap, wrap, wrap my head around still. I completely understand um, the belief that this is going to be a big change to WWE. And I think it will be a change. I just don't know. I'm, I'm not sure how big a change it's going to end up. It's going to end up being. I, I just genuinely don't know uh, what the direction they want to go in is. I don't know have power going forward. And I, I think, I think to be honest with you, I think the decision to remove Vince from creative was probably a leader decision. I think he was always going to be removed from if, – if they're saying that he was going to be removed from the CEO position, that doesn't surprise me. But he can be the head of creative without being the CEO. Right. Right? Right. That's... So if you – like let's say you're placed in this position. Like you're you're the person that's that's like – you know, working after Vince, who are your guys that you're going to, you're going to focus on? Let's say we're post SummerSlam right now. Who are you focusing on getting to the next level? I know one of your guys is definitely Kevin Owens, but uh, that's sort of the thing. Like, so what the decision you have to start, the decisions that you have to start making creatively as we go. And I think, for me, the big the difference in uh, if I'm booking the show, if I'm put, if I'm putting the book for WWE, I'm not changing much at the top of the card. All I'm doing is spending more time featuring the other belts, because the Roman Reigns story is a story. I haven't always agreed with some of the decisions in terms of the matches, but I don't think anybody's under the under the impression that that uh, Brock Lesnar is beating Roman Reigns on on uh, SummerSlam. Do yeah. you do you think it's gonna like I, I I would be shocked, right? Yeah, I for, would be too. I really would be too. For more than one reason, like the biggest reason I would be shocked, I think is. I'm not sure that you can guarantee that you're going to be able to keep having Brock show up going forward. Okay. Like, I mean, if he has set a rate and WWE is willing to pay it, then maybe they can have more Brock. But I'm guessing that number is very, very high. Yeah, I mean, everyone... Everyone who talks about Brock Lesnar says he's one of the best businessmen in wrestling. So yeah. I can't imagine he comes cheap. Yes. And that's the thing is like, and, and you want Brock for that final boss thing, but I don't think they, they want to have a belt on him 
where they probably do want those belts to show up a bit more or, or to show up on their on their major TV shows. For me, I think the big thing is I'm giving more attention to the U.S. title. I'm giving more attention to the tag title. Breaking those tag titles up. Um, giving more attention to the women's titles. And then Roman Reigns can continue to be his dominant self until somebody takes him down. Who would I have take him down? Um, that's tricky. I don't think there's an immediate answer. The immediate, like the obvious current answer would be Drew McIntyre, right? Right. Clash of the Castle. You have Drew McIntyre go over on Roman Reigns. And that match is basically already set. Yeah, I think him and Sheamus are having a match at SummerSlam to determine who's going to get the title shot. But we all know who's getting the title shot. Yes. So, so Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns would allow them to split the belts if they wanted to. It gets... It allows. It also allows the potential for Theory to have someone to cash in on because Theory's not taking the belt from Roman Reigns, right? But yeah, I don't know. I still Are think people... Theory needs some work. Sure. Uh, I, there... I still think we we, uh, we don't need to cash that in until post WrestleMania. We don't have to. And no. honestly, if you're gonna put him over anybody, like this is like I, I feel like I've discussed this on the show before. My theory is you have. Drew take one of those belts off Roman at Clash of the Castle. He that guy deserves his moment. He had his WrestleMania moment taken away from him. And and he deserves that moment. And in front of that crowd, he's gonna get that moment in strides. However, that leaves Roman with one belt. And I don't have a problem with Roman going over a couple more guys throughout the rest of the year, maybe at the big events, whatever. The odd SmackDown. But um, I still think Cody wins the Rumble and beats him at Mania, and that's the story you tell. I, 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 and and you can have Cody, you can have Austin take out Cody at some point. Um, I disagree. Okay, all right. The, the reason I disagree is that I can't believe I'm saying this. I think The Rock versus uh, Roman is happening. Okay. Okay. I mean, and, and don't get me wrong. Like that's the, you, I can't, I can't put Cody Rhodes over the rock. That's the bigger no, box. Sell but, office but that's what my, but my point is that I don't think that match needs a title. Right. Right. Okay. So Cody, maybe Cody beats him before that. Yeah, it could be. It, I mean, that's the thing. Ultimately, I think you have him lose the belt before that for to whomever it's going to be, you know, in my in my perfect world, Big E's able to recover in time, but I don't imagine that's going to happen. But yeah, there's a lot of, and you know, I think the big thing is right now, this is the opportunity. If, if for nothing, if for no, uh, if nothing else comes of this right now with uh, WWE, this is the opportunity to maybe refresh some of those superstars that you haven't 
that you you brought in and they've been very good but you maybe want to dust them off and, and see see what they're able to deliver for you <clears throat> kevin owens <clears throat> finn balor <clears throat> yeah kevin owens comes to mind finn balor comes to mind um mustafa ali do you think guys like kevin owens right. and finn balor now get world title opportunities and and now get put and like guys like ricochet are, are, are potentially in a better spot? I have right no, away, the, but. the thing is, I have no idea. Because I think Bruce Pritchard's worldview is similar to Vince's. Well, fair enough. Because Bruce Pritchard had a big hand in the creation of NXT 2.0 as well. Right. And that like that main event scene is very much becoming more land of the giantsy than it ever has been in the past. So I really, and that's the thing. I really don't know. I feel like that's, that's going to be the answer for a lot of things. I really don't know, but I think triple H is going to have a bigger hand in this. So I do think triple H's guys are going to get a bit more shine than they necessarily would have. But at the same time, is that something we're going to see immediately? Maybe, maybe not. It's hard to say. Certainly, certainly. Um, I also, with them removing a lot of the brain trust of that NXT group, I do wonder. I do wonder if there's going to be any kind of shuffling happening within WWE uh, creatively in the background with Stephanie McMahon taking over. And I think that's the big, to me, that's the big um, change that I can't predict just because I don't know really anything about uh, Stephanie McMahon, her sort of feelings towards either the roster or towards... Well, you know, any of this, right? Right. Is, I think it's fair to expect there's going to be some big changes. Or there's going to be changes at very least. But I don't know what those changes are going to be looking at, because I don't know who the people that the new brain trusts like. I can guess... But I'm not. No, I don't know for sure. When this all began, the the Vince McMahon saga with, uh, with the Wall Street Journal, did you ever picture this moment? I think there was a combination of accusations that could come up that could have come up where Vince was going to have to go. Based on the accusations I had heard so far, if I was going to, if I were to, if I were to have placed a bet, I would have placed a bet on the side of he's staying. Right. So I thought it was possible, but again, I didn't. I'm, I'm, I'm still surprised. Well, that's that's it's completely fair. Uh, I think all of us are just kind of sitting in a, uh, like just a, a, a pool of just what, what the fuck happened? 
Like, because again, like this is what like you you talked about this uh, at the beginning of the show. Like, this is whether you know we agree with Vince's decision making or uh, you know whether we you know think he's a disgusting you know old billionaire. Um, this is a big story, and like again, I feel like for a few the next few days, the wrestling world and the wrestling media are just gonna be. Oh, it's gonna be busy, man. It's gonna be busy. <laughs> yeah. Like we 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 uh like I I'm recording a show. I'm recording the Ring of Honor show tomorrow night. Hopefully, it's gonna drop before the end of the weekend. And I feel like there's probably gonna be more to talk about on that show. Like, and of course, I'll, I'll get mixed uh, opinion on all this as well. But like, my my goodness, like, ah, uh, I just I, I'm still kind of sitting here just trying to. Uh, figure out questions to ask myself you know and ask you and 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 just like god vince mcmahon retired today kyle yeah july 22nd 2022 the old man hung up the shoes yeah and now we're sort of in a position where we're gonna sit and wait and we've got we've got a go home you know we've got a go home show next week we've got raw and smackdown go home shows for SummerSlam next week and then we've got a, a major wwe pay-per-view and then who knows what do you think perhaps with this whole shift to TV 14, do you think that that was a decision that was made after uh, Vince basically had decided that he was going to retire? I think they, I think the two are probably separate because I think um, the TV 14 thing is something that I, I believe in networks were sort of looking at more than. Well, sure. But it, like, it, it also seems, but you got to remember too, that, like, I feel like that's probably not the first time we've heard that the network wants it to be a little bit more edgy. And Vince was like, okay, edgy pg like but i think the, the ultimately the problem like i don't know like the network they do want it to be more edgy i, I do i think that's sort of a, a double-edged sword i think they i think they just want like them to be able to say a couple more swears to rile up the crowd like i i don't think they I don't think they want any more, and and maybe they want like maybe they're going to be okay with blood. I don't think it's we're going to be getting any major changes to how they sort sort of go about. How they sort of go about their business. I don't think we're getting major changes from um, with regards to. Like, I don't think we're going to now get, you know, all of a sudden, okay, we're not scripting promos anymore. Or, okay, we're not, um, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't have a bunch of things in front of me to, to sort of rattle off. But I don't, I don't think WWE is suddenly going to be not WWE. And I think there's a lot of people. Also, there's a lot of people who think that, TV 14 means we're going to get the attitude era back again, which is just not sad. what we need. We don't need that. It's not only not what we need. It's that like, 
I don't know how you can have an unabashed love of the Attitude Era without looking back on it with any kind of critical lens. And I just don't, like, it's not going to play in the modern era. But we will wait and see. Kyle, uh, before we get out of here, do you have any, uh, any, 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 you know, like any extra thoughts about this? Do you, uh, do you think that, uh, you know, it, like when do you predict in the, in the coming year that we may see changes? If I, 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 that's funny. Somebody somebody tweeted out the impact outlasted Vince. Um, oh my god! Ooh, ruthless, ruthless. I still the Tony Khan one, the Tony Khan one. Thanks to you, wrestling fans, and your great support for, of AEW. I'm grateful to now be the longest tenured CEO in pro wrestling. Thank you very much, every single person who watches AEW on TV. See you on Friday night for Rampage. Oh, like I will say this. That seems petty, isn't it? Tony Khan is a dork, mm-hmm. but he's a dork who loves. He's a dork who loves wrestling. Sure, his hugs got to get a little less creepy, though. The like, fans seem to like. Yeah, <laughs> the fans seem like. AW fans seem to like him. Yeah, um, and, and I don't. I, I don't always don't. I, I don't dislike the guy. I just I, think that he, he needs to I stay off me, Twitter. For me, he does need to stay off Twitter. For me, I just like. Like he's just another he's just another weird dude. He's he, you know he is he's second generation money. He's <laughs> second generation money. Like he is so second gen so obviously second generation money, and he has found a sphere of biz, the business world that hasn't laughed him out of the room, and he is like rolling with it. Because yeah, a lot of a lot of these guys really think he's great, which is good. Like you know, uh, if I'm a pro wrestler and I you know you like the person that you're working for, I think that's a big thing with Triple H. Is he's forged such a an important relationship with so many people in that locker room that I feel like having him there, if nothing else, is going to at least make you feel that you're not just going to be like that your career, your career is not just going to be ignored that you're going to have an, or you're at least going to have an opportunity. Right. Cause he, he saw something in you enough in you to bring you to have brought you in. So, and you know, is there a world where six months from now we're talking about Ricochet as, you know, a strong com- contender for for championships or whatever, to, or for airtime or whatever it happens to be. Or are we talking about uh, Sami Zayn maybe getting a, a a big time push to the to the top? Or you know, is Seth Rollins going to reclaim his sort of throne as the king of Monday Night? Or are we going to see AJ Styles win a pay per view match? <laughs> or um, no, I know that's that's completely unreasonable. But 
what happens going forward with a lot of the talent, I think is, I do think that's it's hard to ignore the fact that I think some of those people are going to get pushes that they wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Right. I can't speak to who yet, but you know, I do think that's of the long term feature. I do expect that. Beyond that, I just can't predict any changes until I know what Stephanie McMahon likes as far as uh, her taste in terms of how this wrestling business is run, until I know who's getting the the book in permanence. If it's going to be Bruce Pritchard, then I do think, yeah, I think now we're talking about um, there's going to be problems. I think there's... I do think we're still talking about a women's division that isn't getting nearly as much attention as it deserves. See, I and do... now I think that, like we talked, you, you just said, Bruce Pritchard, is he a permanent fixture? I don't think he is. I think he's there to take over for Vince, and I think as soon as Vince is riding off into the sunset, they're going to go, sorry, buddy, we're going to, you know, do what we want. And you see it with what Triple H did with NXT. The women were heavily featured. And the women were heavily put over as as part of the show that you can't. Well, miss. like the thing about NXT is that its branding was so obviously influenced by Triple H, right? Like there were like let's, skulls. Like, let's not forget that we're married, though, right? So, like, I, I I don't feel like it's gonna I don't feel like it's gonna be a situation where we don't see some of Triple H's uh, influence on the on the main roster. Sure, I, I'm not saying that, but uh, I do. I think. For me, the ultimate thing that's come, going to come down to is are we getting um, – it's going to come down to who's in charge of the booking and how much control do they have individually and how much of it is done by a committee and who's on that committee. Right. And, like, beyond who's in charge of the booking, because, you know, Vince was the head of creative, but he wasn't doing all the writing. He was just the final. He was the audience for the, the ideas that were pitched. Mm-hmm. So, are is this new brain trust going to be more receptive to wrestlers pitching their own ideas? And if so, for people who are have a, a history of being a bit more creative, like Mustafa Ali, for example, um, are we going to see more of their own influence on their characters? Is WWE going to relax its position on on streaming? I feel like they've already started to do that. And on on, are they going to relax their position on wrestlers keeping their own name and likeness? That yeah, these and I think that's be... and that's the thing is like a lot of these things. What's going to be interesting is to see what parts of this were. Vince decisions and what parts of this were WWE decisions because I think what I suspect when we look back at it six months from now is that more of these things were corporate decisions than we re- than we wanted them to be right so I that so that's where my where my uh, feelings are at right now is that like do I think WWE is going to substantively change over the next six months? I think there will be some changes. I think certain wrestlers might get some pushes that they wouldn't have normally gotten. Beyond that, 
I think WWE is going to be the same WWE that we have come to expect for the last 10 years. Well, here's here's my last question. To any um, indie superstar who is on the, the indie scene right now and they're, uh, they're you know, thinking about signing with WWE, they've got some offers, they've got some feelers, or they're thinking about signing with AEW, do you think Vince being gone makes it a little bit easier to swallow to sign with WWE? I think it's possible. I think it depends on... Do I think there are people in that locker room who are going to be worse off with Vin- with Vince having walked out? From a from a creativity standpoint, I'm not going to get into the the interpersonals of this whole thing. Right. Yes, I do. I think there are going to be some people who get creatively shortchanged as a result of Vince no longer being there. Having said that. Um, so, you know, it, I do think it changes the calculus a little bit, but the problem with that right now, and the problem with, like, if you're trying to sign with WWE right now, the big question is going to be, what is it looking like in six months? What is it looking like in a year? What, what direction does the company want to go in? And is it the same direction or is it different? And for me, I just, if I again, if I'm betting, <clears throat> I've been wrong about this before, though. If I'm betting right now, my position is that we are going to see a very similar WWE with maybe a couple, maybe a couple wrestlers getting into some gimmicks that they wouldn't have that they wouldn't have had a chance to do, right? And maybe some slight like. Maybe we'll see the IC title on on uh, pay per view again. Beyond that, it was because as we as we discussed before, the IC title has not been on pay per view since uh, WrestleMania thirty eight. Thirty seven. Thirty seven. Thirty seven. Oh, it was not on this year's WrestleMania. It, the last time it was defended. It was all the way back. It was the inter, the IC champion was on Survivor Series. That's the last time the IC champion fought on a pay per view, and that was and he uh, at that time Shinsuke Nakamura uh, fought on the pre show. Mm-hmm. Yep. If I'm here's the other thing. If I'm a tag team wrestler. This might be okay news because I don't think it could get worse. True. True. That's very true. Uh, Kyle, have you exhausted all your thoughts about this? I think so. And the, the big thing is that I could talk at length about this. And I feel like but, we still will. Like, we, we yeah. probably will be talking about this for months. But it's kind of – it feels kind of meaningless at this point because – it's just, we're just diving into the great unknown right now. Right. And until we figure out what it is that this new group wants to do with this wrestling company, we're just going to be speculating. And speculating is fun, but I don't think it moves us any closer to knowing what where we're going with. 
So, uh, Ryland, do you have any other uh, any other thoughts that you wanted to get into? No, I, I think I think we've 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 talked this one as, as basically as much as we can because, like you said, we we don't know what the next steps are. We just know the people in place, and we're. I mean, I, I'm ang- I'm cautiously optimistic. I'll say that cautiously optimistic about this. Um, with all that being said, Kyle, why don't you tell the fine folks listening to this podcast where to find us on the social media? Uh, if they're so inclined, we are on Twitter at WMWallop, on Instagram, WMWallop, on Facebook, search Wednesday Night Wallop, our logo, our names, that's us. If you want to find me on Twitter, you can do so at KJ. that is L-E-R-E-G-E-N-D-A-R-Y-K-J. Ryland, where can they find you on Twitter? Find me on Twitter at, at R-Y-A-M Sport Report. Kyle, this is, uh, I appreciate you doing this uh, on such short notice, but it was, I mean, I, technically this was your idea. This was your I, idea. You, you were ready for it. I think the thing about something, a day like today, is even if there's not much to say, there's a lot to say. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And uh, that's that's the per- perfect way to, to end this show. Guys, uh, thanks so much for listening. And uh, with all that being said, uh, we have all been walloped. Good night. You've been listening to a Wallop Media podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Wallop Media. The hosts of our shows are Rylan, Kyle, and DK. You can find Rylan on Twitter at Rylan Wallop and Kyle on Twitter at Kyle Wallop. Production is by RJ Spearin. You can find his work at facebook.com slash spearkingco. Logo designs are by Maisie Mulder. You can find her work on her website, maisiemulderdesigns.com. Our podcasts are hosted by Acast. You can listen to them on the podcast catcher of your choice or on our website, shows.acast.com slash wallopmedia.